salutations, my friends. And thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noizera, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And I have titled this episode, Engineered Bioweapons, Medical Martial Law, and Silent Killers. That's right. A whole lot of different things are going on these days. And we're going to be right here with you good people trying to figure it out. We're talking about the coronavirus, Obama quietly signing an executive order to achieve a global vaccination agenda, as well as 5G, and what that means for us, not only physically, but spiritually, and so many more. Well, there's a lot of different things going on. Apparently, there's a new drug called Grey Death out there in Louisiana killing people, and you have senators saying, hey, look, I don't know where this virus came from, but we need to figure it out. People's lives are at stake. This is going to be an information-packed transmission for you good people. Strap yourselves in. A few quick updates before we get started. If you guys didn't know already, Jay from Truth Is Our Religion is helping us run Liberation Legion. We're going to be having him on to discuss his new epi- his, his new show, or his, uh, his, his, his new store, The Pure She Legit. Uh, we're going to be talking about that in the future. Uh, also, the minicast that we did titled The Global Health Security Agenda, you can find that in the description bar below as well and the subsequent part that we did the frequency of demons and drugs you guys can find that in there as well it's for exclusive members but hey if you guys think about joining who knows we might do something special for you we're 10 patrons away from being able to unlock live friday shows if you guys want to help us get there you want to help us secure the future you want to help us do more work think about becoming a patreon exclusive member and with that being said let's start the show Salutations, my friends, and thank you for tuning in to another edition of Factions of Freedom. I'm your host, Noise Era, Freedom Faction, whichever one you prefer. And this is show number 1003, season 10, episode 3. And guess what? We have not contracted coronavirus. We have not contracted the novel coronavirus, the Wuhan virus. We haven't even contracted the flu. But I'll tell you what we have contracted, a little bit of case of the lazies, a little bit of case of the lazies. Uh, my provider for my pre-workout is no longer, <laughs> they're, they're out of stock basically. And so I have been hitting this week hard, real hard, without pre-workout. But I'll tell you what has been making quite the, compact, uh, quite the comeback, really been finding like a usefulness in the life and helping get some of my adrenaline back up. Sheila Jeep. And I, 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 ironically enough, I actually didn't plan uh, to plug Sheila Jeep. If anything, we're going to have on Jay of Truth Is Our Religion uh, in the next couple episodes, next in the coming weeks, uh, to talk about his new store and his new product, the Sheila Jeep. But no, I'm, I just came out the gate saying, like, yeah, no, Sheila Jeep actually helped me uh, bounce back, combined with some iodine, um, some iodine, uh, some nootropics, and some nutraceuticals. Of course, you know, my fish oil and magnesium. Man, I tell you, I feel fantastic. So, no, we have not contracted coronavirus. Just a couple of lazies because I'm hitting it hard without the, t- without the, without the, the pre-workout. And that's okay. Uh, that just, you know, makes me look at other things. And so I find that kind of interesting. Definitely did not mean to go on that tangent. But welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of Factions of Freedom. 
Uh, we have a lot of different things to talk to you guys about. Clearly, the coronavirus information coming out that it actually is engineered, as well as getting into the concept of silent killers. Uh, we, we commonly talk about, you know, 5G, silent weapons for quiet wars, things of this nature. Uh, but one of the questions we got asked earlier this week, you know, is about music therapy, sound, and so much more frequencies and how this affects your mental health. So we'll be getting into that in the third segment, no doubt. Uh, but before we do, I just kind of want to start this episode off, you know, by letting you guys know there's a lot of stuff. I, I keep saying that there's personal stuff going on in the life. And I'm really trying to do my best to not share the personal nonsense, but better yet, share the personal insight and wisdom uh, that I'm gaining from dealing with said nonsense. And I want to start this episode off by saying that, you know, nine times out of ten, that's why they come up with that whole little cliche thing where it says, if you want the job done right, you got to do it yourself. Remember, when you're working with certain people or even whenever you're working with people, period. They may not be able to match your intensity. And that's all right. You have to be able to be comfortable in your own, comfortable and secure in your own intensity, in your own focus, in your own determination to not be uh, led astray or uh, thrown off of your horse, so to speak, from working with people who'd have no idea what they're doing. What I'm really trying to say is focus is the best thing you can have in days such as this. We are literally in days of distractions. We are in days of confusion. There is nothing but uh, uh, deep contemplation, confusion, hesitation, insecurity, doubt, obviously the nihilism and the apathy, and so much more. And while it is important to uh, be aware of these feelings, be aware of these emotions. Sometimes it's not really good to keep exploring them. Don't entertain these things. Be aware of them, but don't entertain them. It's the same thing. It's the same kind of concept where you can hear somebody, but you don't have to listen to them. A lot of people hear me, you know, not a, not a, not a lot of people listen to me and that's okay. But it's the same thing whenever it comes to getting involved in your life or getting engaged in your life, caring about what you're actually doing so much so that you're not affected or afflicted by other people who may not have those same motives. You see, what's crazy, I'm only 28 years young, and I find myself uh, really getting into these deep reflective states to where I see some of my friends these days. I see people my age these days. I see, you know, what people are talking about, and I'm like, good Lord, who screwed the pooch? Where are we going? It's so hard to get people to get to get focused and to care and to routinely show up that it's 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 kind of scary. It's kind of wild. Uh, so what I'm really trying to say is just that is that focus is your best friend. Self mastery, self ownership, self discipline, focus. All of these things are going to get you the success that you need. That that plays a huge part of what we'll talk about later on. Uh, if you guys didn't listen to the mini cast I did earlier this week. Uh, the early the, the mini cast that I did earlier this week, where we talk about the global health security agenda and all kinds of other people's questions. One of the questions I got was how to be successful in today's world, and I went on like a five to ten minute jag, very very passionately about it, about how people really ha are, 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 how their moral compass is not really set straight. People don't want to know God. They don't want to know spirituality. They don't want to know religion. They don't want to learn uh, a lot of the things that we talk about. And so whenever they want success and power, it's really just that. They want to be able to exalt it over others. You know, it, it, it's if you guys didn't listen to it, if you want to hear more about, you know, my thoughts on how to be successful in today's world, check out the link in the description bar below where you actually hear me break that down. I talk about it in the first part of the mini cast uh, in the global health security agenda mini cast. The second part 
is available for exclusive members. We talk about the frequency of drugs, demons, and so much more. Um, but yeah, if you guys are curious, check all that information out in the description bar below. I'm going to leave all that there. And with that being said, let's start the show. So like I said, I have not contracted coronavirus. I'm still alive. Thank God almighty, I am still alive. This section that we're in, the engineered bioweapons section, before I actually start playing for you guys testimony and getting into all this other good stuff to really explain how what we're seeing right now, aside from event 201, this global pandemic being uh, prepared, what I, what I want to do before we get into all that is show you how, again, there is a track record, there is a history to this. When you hear me talk about the global health security agenda, again, the mini cast that we did earlier this week, it's, it's really in reference uh, to this. This is an article from Activist Post. It's actually been put up back in November of 2016. It's titled, Obama Quietly Signs Executive Order to Achieve Global Vaccination Program or Global Vaccination Agenda. And the reason why I want to travel back to the past before we get caught up to the future is so people understand how there are incremental steps to get us to where we are today. In the next segment, we'll get into stuff like, you know, medical martial law, clearly updates with the coronavirus and how we're seeing all that just explode in our face. But before so, we kind of have to see how the stage is being set here in America. This is why you guys constantly hear me, you know, get up on my soapbox about vaccines, medical freedom, and the ability to dictate what goes inside of your body. Here, let's get into this article. Like I said, they put this up uh, back in November of 2016. This is by Vin Armani. It says, last Friday, November 4th, Obama quietly signed an executive order titled Advancing the Global Health Security Agenda to Achieve a World Safe and Secure from Infectious Disease Threats. It is the policy of the United States to advance the global health security agenda, which is a multifaceted, multi-country initiative intended to accelerate partner countries' measurable capabilities to achieve specific targets to prevent, detect, and respond to infectious disease threats, GHSA targets, whether naturally occurring, deliberate, or accidental. So basically, the agenda is to push vaccines and normalize quarantine procedures across nations during outbreaks. As I said before, event 201, we found out that Bill Gates, you know, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, teamed up with some other people, the World Health Organization, as well as clearly Novartis, and now Johnson & Johnson. All kinds of people were involved, but the public didn't know. They teamed up with event 201, this organization, to plan these type of pandemics. So, yeah, normalizing quarantine procedures across nations during outbreaks. Continuing on, it says GHSA immunization agenda states that participating countries must have a functional national vaccine delivery system with nationwide reach, effective distributions, access for marginalized populations, adequate cold chain, and ongoing quality control. At least 90% coverage of the country's 15-month-old population with at least one dose of measles-containing vaccines. Some notable five-year action terms or items include, like I said, this was put up four years ago, the global health security agenda. It's just it, just do a little synonym, work with it, right? Get like a, th a thesaurus. We're basically talking about population control, you know, population, global health, uh, security, agenda, control. You see what I'm saying? It, 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 it is right there. Some notable five-year action items include 
conducting routine immunization activities, implementing case-based surveillance, achieving and achieving and documenting vaccination of all healthcare workers. So this is SB 277, SB 276 uh, for, for, for California. I think in New Jersey it's SB 240 uh, where they're getting rid of your religious uh, exemption. Thankfully, we still have people over there fighting it. But continuing on, it says Bill Gates provided the CDC with a surveillance tool that helps identify, quote, district level measles risks based on immunization records. Uh, what's more is the HHS recently proposed giving the CDC power to detain and quarantine people without due process. And just to keep this in mind, remember that it was Donald Trump who said, hey, first we take the guns, then due process. So while that may seem kind of outlandish and crazy, like we're not in those days, well, again, look at what's going on in China. Look at how they're detaining people left and right without due process. Here in America, we, we would think we have this thing called rule of law. But whenever these pandemics and these epidemics come through, people freak out. They, 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 they run to the government for solutions. And ironically enough, check it out. Did you know it? The government had a plan for this. So continuing on, it says that uh, whether an apprehension occurs, the individual is not free to leave or discontinue his or her discussion with an HHSC or CDC public health or quarantine officer. The proposed practice to issue federal orders before a medical examination has taken place. The CDC defines pre-communicable stages to mean the stage beginning upon an individual's earliest opportunity for exposure to an infectious agent. The CDC may enter into an agreement with an individual upon such terms as the CDC considers to be reasonably necessary, indicating that the individual's consent to any of the public health measures authorized under this part, including quarantine, isolation, conditional release, medical examination, hospitalization, vaccination, and treatment, provided that the individual's consent shall not be considered as a prerequisite to any exercise of an, of an authority under this part. Individuals who violate the terms and the agreements of the federal order for quarantine, isolation, or conditional release, even if um, even if no agreement is in place between the individual and the government, he or she may be subject to criminal penalties. And so, you guys can watch because they have article, they have documents, videos, links, all kinds of different stuff attached to this. You guys can find more information. I'll be sure to put that link in the description bar below because basically what it goes over is what we're talking about right now. They set the stage for this quite some time ago. And I'll actually put the live link for the global uh, security health agenda because it's something that I keep tagging. I think we have over 1,000 to 2,000 different posts on Instagram with that hashtag because we try to raise awareness about the vaccination program, the medical tyranny, the medical free, uh, freedom, and as we're, as we're going to be talking about later on, uh, medical martial law. So clearly it's very important, but keep this type of stuff in mind. This is why we try to fight so much for people's ability to fight back to have individual freedom to say, to say, hey, I own my body, not the government. I own my body, not the state. You see. But here, continuing on, getting back into news so we can start covering some of the things that are going on. Earlier this week, we actually had, I think, uh, Senator Tom Cotton talk about how the Wuhan virus is an engineered bioweapon. It actually went into that market before it came out. I may have muddied it up, so I'm going to let you guys hear it from the man himself. Let's take a listen. They also claimed for almost two months until earlier this week that it had originated in a seafood market in Wuhan. But 
locals have contracted it from animals and say bat soup or snake tartare. That is not the case. The Lancet published a study last weekend demonstrating that of the original 40 cases, 14 of them had no contact with the seafood market, including patient zero. As one epidemiologist said, that virus went into the seafood market before it came out of the seafood market. We still don't know where it originated. Could have been another seafood market. Could have been a farm. Could have been a food processing company. I would note that China, that Wuhan also has China's only biosafety level four super laboratory that works with the world's most deadly pathogens to include, yes, coronavirus. They also claimed. That's right. That's right. Bad soup, you know. It came from people eating bats. You know, isn't that what they told us? There's information coming out that uh, there's apparently a 5G operating center out there in Wuhan. Some people have said that since they turned it on back in October, there's been all kinds of weird sicknesses and strange things popping up. Uh, but nonetheless, there is so much evidence pointing to this actual virus being engineered that it's crazy. Here, let me get into this article. We put this up February 4th. It comes from Waking Times. It says, Engineered bioweapons and coronavirus, another conspiracy theory quickly becoming conspiracy fact. There's a massive stone, and it talks about the Georgia Guidestone. There is a massive stone monolith suspiciously, suspiciously placed in a rural country, in the rural county of the American South, known as the Georgia Guidestones. Constructed in 1981, the array of standing tablets features Ten Commandments for Life on planet Earth. And the first commandment is suspiciously eerie in times like these. Can you guys guess what it is? Can you guess what we're talking about? We're talking about maintaining the human, the human population under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. For decades now, mainstream media has been programming the public to fear these so-called, quote, conspiracy theories. Anyone who criticizes or, co or counters official narratives about our world is labeled a conspiracy theorist, for example. Anyone who looks at the Georgia Guidestones and wonders how secretive, influential people will achieve the aim of reducing the Earth's population to under 500 billion. By being trained with the trigger word conspiracy theory, the masses have learned to stop critical thinking and participate in groupthink when told to do so. This worked well for many years, but it's wearing off now. Because the information age has allowed many more people across the contradictory to access contradictory info, and so many of these so-called conspiracy theories are being proven to be undeniably true. The list of conspiracy theories, uh, turned conspiracy facts, continues to grow, including, but not limited to, chemtrails, weather modification, harp, Hollywood pedophilia, Jeffrey Epstein's pedophile island, 9-11 Building 7 controlled demolitions, drug trafficking, the U.S. Army conducting germ warfare tests on unsuspecting American citizens, rampant pedophilia and sex abuse in the Catholic Church, and on and on and on. But today, yes, today, we can add another big one to the list as the, well, as the Wuhan novel 2019 coronavirus, the 2019 NCOV, is looking more and more like a government like a government-engineered biological weapon. Initial reports had alleged that the virus jumped from animals to humans in the seafood market in Wuhan, China, which is one of the largest cities in central China, with a population of over 1,100 over 1, million, or 11 million. 
Within just two months, this virus has spread so far and fast that the World Health Organization is considering officially calling it a global pandemic. It did. We'll play the clip for you guys here shortly. With reports to date of over 20,000 infected and close to 500 deaths. What's even crazier is now we're finding out that the Chinese lied about this. This is literally, we posted this like a day ago. Information is coming out about how they know this is an engineered thing. The Chinese are keeping the, the numbers down. What's crazy is they're, 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 they're inverting the numbers. It's like actually two, the, the, the number of infected versus the number of deaths. It's, it's, it's crazy. We'll get into it later. But continuing on, it says these numbers are growing daily, already well suppressing any similar epidemics in recent times, such as SARS, Ebola, or the H1N1 flu. The emerging theory, however, is that some something conspiracy theorists have warned about for a long time, that a virus created in a government lab as a bioweapon is somehow released into the general public, killing many and creating an opportunity for government to exercise strict population control and quarantines, as I mentioned to you before. Now, the evidence supporting a similar theory about the coronavirus is becoming very difficult to ignore, deny, or dismiss, considering the following facts. Near the epicenter of the outbreak is the Wuhan National Biosafety Laboratory, which is a cellular level 4 biosafety level 4 lab. Uh, it studies the world's dangerous pathogens and diseases. The laboratory employs a researcher tasked with re researching coronaviruses transmitted by bats, which was part of the original story. Uh, the American public health scientist, Eric Feigl-Ding, reports that a mainstream study of 2019 Coronavirus has revealed that the virus contains HIV insertions in its genetic code, indicating that it is artificially created. And it goes on and on and on. There's so much evidence pointing to this being like a created virus that if people can't get to the fact that if people can't understand this, like, I don't really know what to tell you. I don't, I don't really know what to tell you. So, you know what, if anything, what I'll do is I'll let Dr. Francis Boyle tell you. Right here, this comes from uh, Technocracy News. We put this up to February 4th. It says this bioweapons expert says that the coronavirus is a biological warfare weapon. Dr. Francis Boyle, the person who actually created the Bioweapons Terrorism Act in like the 80s, says this has all the hallmarks of, a, of, a, of biological warfare. Now, the real question we should be asking is this, is this race-specific? Is this regional? Is it, is it supposed to target old people? Is it supposed to target the young? Just before coming onto the air, we put together a video that says that people may be contracting the coronavirus two times over. Let's get in this article. It says, technocrat scientists around the world are using CRISPR technology in top secret labs to develop doomsday type biological warfare weapons. The Wuhan Institute of Virology is such a center and most likely the source of the coronavirus outbreak. Technocracy News does not neither endorse Great Game India or Dr. Francis Boyle, but the globalist censorship is notable and significant. For instance, the globalist publication Foreign Policy strongly refuted the, quote, conspiracy theory on January 29th, my birthday, with the headline, The Wuhan virus is not a lab-made weapon, and attacked Great Game India and Zero Hedge in particular. Keep in mind that Zero Hedge has been permanently banned from Twitter. This is why we post them all the time. In an explosive interview, Dr. Francis Boyle, who drafted the Biological Weapons Act, has given a detailed statement admitting that the 2019 Wuhan coronavirus is an official biological warfare weapon and that the World Health Organization already knows about it. 
Francis Boyle, a professor at the International Law, a profession, a professor of international law at the University of Illinois College of Law. He drafted the U.S. Domestic Implementing Legislation for Biological Weapons Convention, known as the Biological Weapons Anti-Terrorism Act of 1989, that was approved unanimously by both House and the U.S. Congress and signed into law by the first President George Herbert Walker Bush. In an exclusive interview given to Geopolitics and Empire, Dr. Boyle discusses the coronavirus outbreak in Wuhan, China, and the Biosafety Level 4 Laboratory, the BSL-4, from which he believes the infectious disease escaped. He believes that the virus is potentially lethal and, and, and an offensive biological we warfare weapon or a dual-use biowarfare weapons agent genetically modified with gain-of-function properties, which is why the Chinese government is originally trying to cover it up and is now taking drastic measures to contain it. The Wuhan BSL-4 lab is also a specifically designated World Health Organization research lab, and Dr. Boyle contends that the World Health Organization knows full well what is occurring. Of course they know. They have to know these things are going on in order for them to contain it. Problem, reaction, solution. Yes, they, they, full, they know full well it's going on. We talked about it just last week, the drastic measures that only some place like China could engage in. I told you how we already have the executive order set up for us, the Global Health Security Agenda, set up four years ago. In some place like China, of course they could deploy this. Of course this could happen. It couldn't happen in America. We wouldn't want to see it happen here. But some place like China where they have the social credit score system, suicide nets, a lack of life, a lack of a, a lot of things going on over there. Of course, these type of draconian medical martial law things could happen. But hey, don't worry, we'll get to them. We'll get to China. But before we do, we're always talking about bio warfare. You know, uh, chemical properties, agents. You know, being able to kill people literally with all these crazy chemicals, these concoctions that people are creating. Well, check this out. This is kind of crazy. Just the other day, there's a new drug in Louisiana popping up called Gray Death. But here's the kicker, gang. It's another thing that comes from China. It is heroin mixed with fentanyl. Yeah, that's right. You get this great death stuff. It's like Cat Williams told you. Death. You touch it, you die. A new deadly drug is being found in Louisiana for the first time. Officials say that the drug is so powerful that it could kill you just by touching it. How is that not biological warfare? Let's take a listen. A sheriff's office sent out a warning about a drug they say can kill you just by touching it. It's called Grey Death. It's a combination of heroin and fentanyl, and it looks like chunks of concrete. The St. Mary Parish office told CBS affiliate KLFY that it's 10,000 times more potent than morphine. You know, we really hate to see uh, somebody innocent you know, touch this, not knowing what it is, uh, or a child. You know, to, to touch that, not knowing what it is. So we just definitely wanted to educate the public so that they know that uh, this is a new thing. Sheriff spokesperson David Spencer says that the drug first appeared in Alabama and Georgia in 2017, then moved into Ohio and Pennsylvania before arriving in Louisiana. Curtis Summer for CBS Local News. So even though we understand that drugs themselves are more or less like chemical warfare, you know, we get that drug warfare, things of this nature, people have to understand that we talked about this just the, just the last episode. We have a serious distrust with the pharmaceutical industry. We have a serious distrust with like everything. I think everyone has like a distrust with the media, 
the, the medical institutions, the academic institutions. We just don't trust nobody. And nobody's worth being trusted. But what I'm trying to say by playing that clip for you guys, we have to look at how many different things are being engineered to kill us. They're giving you drugs. They're flooding the streets. They're flooding the schools. They're flooding everything with it. The culture, it's all over the place. How are we supposed to get, how are we supposed to get healthy? You see, how, and, and the reason I'm putting this great death drug here in this situation in this segment of engineered bioweapons, how is it not? We've talked about it before, how China has shipped in fentanyl to just kill people. It's, it's, it's 100 times stronger than heroin. Now you've got these people mixing it, killing themselves. This stuff is ravaging us. So, so while it might not be the coronavirus that's killing us here in America, it could possibly be the drugs that China is shipping in, killing us. And these are the type of things that I think people should pay attention to. That's why I have a harsh issue with, with how we're just going about all this nonsense. And again, getting back to the engineered bioweapons, people are, people are aware that, oh, you can manufacture a, a, a disease, you can create uh, a virus, things of this nature. What happens if they create a drug where you kill yourself with it? What happens if they create a vaccine that is designed to, genetic, to, 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 to alter your genetic structure? This is another thing I kind of see people talking about. They say they have vaccines in India for the coronavirus. I'm not sure if this is going to, you know, if these, are, if these are DNA or RNA vaccines that change your genetic structure. I don't know. But the point is, is we're getting to a point now to where they're trying to eliminate all of our options and only offering us one solution to take the shot. That's very dangerous. I have to ask myself if in the future, if I don't, start coming up with more uh, alternative answers and solutions if I'm going to have to tell people to take the shot. Check this out. This is another thing that happened just this week. This comes from End Times Headlines. We put this up February 3rd. I have a few other articles that, that go with the same line. But it says, posting anti-vaccine propaganda on social media could become a, pr a criminal offense. It says that a new proposed law to jail anti-vaxxers and the CDC fear-based talking points to the media are being revealed. And this is uh, from Sound of the Times. They put this up February 3rd. It says posting anti-vaccine propaganda could become a criminal offense. This is said by the, U by the law commissioner. Let me continue on in this article. It says posting anti You know what? Before I actually get into this, let me, let me preface it. Flashback. Let me, let me flashback again to November of 2019 when you had Facebook banning all content on vaccine awareness including facts about vaccine ingredients, and so much more. They're getting rid of, of people being able to inform themselves of vaccines. Let's go back even further. Right there, World Health Organization. It's now openly admitting that vaccines cause more polio than the actual wild virus. So while we're, the vaccine skepticism is so warranted that we should not be criminalized, this should, this should not be, we should not be, it should not be a criminal offense for me to raise questions about what's being injected forcibly into my body, children's bodies, or anybody's bodies. Yet here we are, fast forward back to where we are today. Like I said, February 3rd, 2020, 20, two days ago, posting anti-vaccine propaganda on social media could become a criminal offense. Even if, there's, if, even if those promoting it believe the pseudoscience, the UK's new criminal law commissioner has said. In her first interview since taking up the role, Penny Lewis revealed she's considering whether laws should be amended to, quote, lower the threshold of criminality for posting false information online that endangers lives. 
It comes as the Health Secretary Matt Hancock said in September he was, quote, looking very seriously at making vaccinations compulsory for state pupils, for state school pupils, at the UK, after the UK lost its official measles-free status due, due to the steady fall in MMR immunization rates. Currently, people are protected from prosecution if they sincerely if they sincerely believe the misinformation they publish under laws designed to under laws designed more to tackle bomb hoaxes than internet health conspiracies. Speaking to Sunday Telegraph, Professor Lewis said current legislation also meant people only face prosecution for publishing information with the purpose of causing quote annoyance, inconvenience, or needless anxiety. However, she cited anti-vaccination posts and people advocating cancer patients treat themselves with, with apricot extract lateral instead of chemotherapy as areas where lives could be endangered. The former King's College professor said, quote, if their purpose is actually not to cause annoyance or anxiety, but they think that they are doing the right thing by posting false information about a vaccine, for example, it is then should there be a recklessness-based fault element or even a lower criminal threshold. Quote, so where they really have not done their homework and they've really, and they've been negligent in the way they spread false information or disseminated it. Quote, I think we need to look into whether there is a role for criminal law in relation to false health information. However, Professor Lewis said the criminalization would be difficult to justify in cases where no malicious intent could be proved. So basically, they just want to criminalize, criminalize the idea of people being able to share information about it, period. People don't want to be able. People don't want to be forced to take shots. Period, and that's where we're at. But what's crazy is, that, and this is how it ties into the medical freedom and the medical tyranny that we're experiencing today. What's crazy is, is it's a bad thing to even question it. You got Facebook over here taking down as much information as they can, as I explained to you guys earlier in the, uh, last last month, all of 2010. We saw them killing off homeopathic. Uh, and holistic practitioners, doctors who were advocating against va vaccines, you've got to see the incremental step as to where we are today. And speaking of today, we put this up just before we came onto the show. It comes from, South, from Sound of the Times. They put this up February 6th. It says, South Dakota considers first state bill to outlaw all vaccine and medical mandates. Will there be a medical refugee migration to South Dakota because people don't want to take these shots? Because they feel like they should not be forced to take the shot. They should be told or allowed to develop their own bodies. Here, let's get into this article. It says, who owns your body? A growing number of legislators in South Dakota believe you do. <laughs> Whoa, what a crazy concept that you would own your own body. They have introduced a bill to not only end vaccine mandates in the state, but all future medical mandates that may be introduced to, in generations to come. 115 years ago this month, the U.S. Supreme Court made a decision that because there was a deadly smallpox epidemic, the city of Cambridge, Massachusetts, was allowed to charge a pastor $5 to opt out of a citywide vaccine mandate. The law didn't apply to children. That precedent has been the basis for the mandate of dozens of now liability-free vaccines for children and adults, where no epidemic exists at the cost of thousands or even hundreds of thousands per year to opt out. It is even the basis on which the Supreme Court ruled that women can be forced sterilized for the good of themselves and society, of course. Bad precedent plus a century has resulted in, leg in legalization of actual war crimes. The current vaccine mandate enforcement driven by Merck and friends has 
driven our community and those who never questioned vaccines before now. Back to the basic question at hand here. Who owns your body? The knee-jerk reaction and the normal human response for Americans is, I do. But that is not what most governments believe. Even under our Constitution of Individual Liberties, government strives to control even your medical choices. And if they can't, they will find a reason to justify it, and that means to carry out their will. In 21st century America, there are no deadly epidemics of communicable disease. Despite the fact that we are subject to constant fear campaigns that one is coming, in fact, no such event has happened in my lifetime. If the fear mongers want to scare you into fearing deadly epidemics, they have to go back to more than 100 years. So the circumstances for the justification of the government's actions in Jacob v. Massachusetts exist only in the history books. So basically what they're talking about is how we haven't really seen an epidemic for the past 100 years, but we talked about, talked about that with you guys, how we're coming up on that cycle, how there's been the bubonic plague in 720, uh, the cholera outbreak in 1820, and, uh, and then I forget... Uh, what happened in 1920, but we, we enter into these cycles. Love us or hate us, we should have the ability to dictate what goes on in our body. And while it seems contradictory, uh, reading you know, vaccine and medical mandates, even though we're going to be talking about medical uh, martial law on the other side, people have to understand that this is the situation. People have to be aware of the choices, aware of the pros, aware of the cons, aware of everything that's going on. The circumstances all of this, but they have to be able to be able to make their own decisions. Government can't force people to do these things. We can't be, there's no law for freedom. You can't legalize morality, you see. And and the same thing goes with who owns your body. Yes, we are talking about coronavirus, Wuhan virus, outbreak epidemics, and so much more. But if people want to catch these things, we have to let them. If people want to catch the measles, let them. This is why they have pox parties, chicken pox parties, and so much more. But the government, and thinking that the government is supposed to save you at every single turn, that's dangerous. It is us that has to take our health back. It's us that has to reclaim our freedom. But you see, that's why we talked about this in the engineered bioweapons section, because we have to engineer that we have to be aware that the vaccines, they are a a technology that they can uh, engineer your biology, that they can modify your genes in so many different ways. But we're just not there yet. But I'll tell you what, we are going to go. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be getting into the medical martial law, the Pentagon preparing a quarantine up to 1,000 people, uh, the World Health Organization declaring a national health emergency, the Wuhan virus, you know, China literally kidnapping and detaining people. Everything that we were just talking about is going on in mass and even further than you think out there in China. We're going to be talking about this and more on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction on Factions of Freedom. We'll be right back talking about medical martial law on the other side right after this. Salutations, my friends. Have you heard of Shilajit? Well, to be quite honest, neither had I. But then I started doing some research and I found out that it was part of the Hindu Ayurvedic system of medicine. And for hundreds of years since its discovery, it's had the potential to help people live a healthy and balanced life. 
Here, let me read off some of the benefits for you guys. It increases your energy, boosts your libido, balances your mood, supports healthy aging, decalcifies your pineal gland, and we all understand how important that is, supports healthy brain health, uh, it also helps regulate your hormones. There are so many benefits to taking this that I cannot put them in this single video. You can mix it in with tea. Uh, I like to mix it in with my pre-workout in the morning and be careful. It's going to give you that boost. It's going to give you that energetic boost you need to get through your day. And remember, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction.
and we're back. Thank you. Thank you, and welcome. You know, the crazy part about this show is because we have, we, we, we hit topics in crazy ways every week. And like I told you last week, I'm sure the numbers were going to, the numbers were going to change with the Wuhan virus. I'm sure more information is going to come out. We're going to learn more. What I appreciate about this show is we're able to hit such diverse topics in such a crazy way that we are able to get like a different insight about what's actually going on. I'll tell you right now, I have no idea. But I'm trying to figure it out the same way you guys are. I'm trying to put the pieces together. And every day is a blessing, thank the Lord God Almighty, that we're able to be here to help figure this out. You know, I need to I I need to cut I need to cut another promo for the My Patriot Supply. I need to cut another CBD oil commercial, cut a, a Shilajit commercial. And I say this because I'm telling you that by the end of this year, I feel like chaos is going to be right there at our doorstep. And these are the good days. We're in the eye of the storm. Can't even see it. We're, things are going on and happening so fast that you just know we can't live like this forever. And whenever we get to the end of this, it's going to be a lot crazier. And so what I'm trying to do is, pre is prepare you guys, not only socially, consciously, spiritually, but again, also financially, uh, clearly emotionally, and so many other different ways. Physically, politically, I don't know. I'm just in the position to where people are appreciative of what we do. We could talk about things in a very deep way. We can, we can, we can, we can't change the course that we're on, like as a whole, but we can change the individual courses that we've been set on. And I say that because uh, growing up, I was always told, don't be another, you know, don't be another statistic. Don't be another number. Don't be stereotypical. Don't be, don't be what they plan for you to be. This coming from my parents who, you know, gave me uh, the deliberate dumbing down of America by Charlotte Iserby whenever I'm like in, in, in seventh grade having to break down, you know, how people are being, in, it, it's crazy. I was always told, don't be another number. Don't be a statistic. But see, that's what they want. They want you to be another number. To just be another cog in the wheel so they can, make, they, they can use you. They need another useful idiot. We've been put into a position with this show, the page, and whatever else we're doing these days to where we can help people. We can't change the course that humanity has been set on, but we can try to help change the individual courses that people are on. And if that means saving somebody, saving somebody with my rambles, if that means saving somebody with my post, saving somebody with, uh, with, with, with my rants on Instagram Live, you know, I may not be able to fully appreciate what I'm actually doing, and that's okay because it, it, it makes other people appreciate it. And that's what it's about because we're all in this together. We're all moving forward. And if you've got anybody telling you they're different from you, my friend, you need to stay away from them. That's all I can tell you. And so going into the future, we're really going to have to rediscover these principles of humanity. The technology is sucked from us. We're going to, I'm, I'm telling you, the future, as you can see, it's not, it's, 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 it's not dystopic yet. We could try to fight, fight it back. But you can see certain forces working to have that outcome. And all we can do, like I said, because we're, we can't change the course humanity is on, we can only try to help change a small few. All we can do is try to help secure humanity for a better future. Help inspire hope. Help inspire something greater than ourselves, than what we know now. Yes, I think everybody inherently knows, you know, growing up, living this life, something's wrong, and we need to do something about it. What, what, what would you do if I told you the times were yesterday? 
what would that, what would you do if I told you the times were today? Did you plant any seeds last year to help humanity make it through these harsher days? So that's why I'm trying to do everything I can. That's why I need to get the Patriot Supply, get the storable goods uh, so you got food, get like a system detox so you can take care of yourself, get yourself like an upper, uh, get yourself a downer, get yourself like all these things because, and I, and I talked about this earlier this week, we need to begin to practice preparedness along with awareness. I think we, we use that as a badge to say like, oh, I'm so woke, oh, I'm aware of all these things, but I'm not doing jack diddly against it. The same thing happens with uh, the New Age movement to where we get so woke and so focused on peace, love, unity, and respect, and the love and the light that we don't have any three-dimensional, real-world masculine action. Uh, and we talked about this more with guests, but I'm rambling now to this degree, and you guys get what I'm trying to say. We need to improve, and we all need to do better. In situations like this, it shows us how underprepared we are and at the same time how overwhelmed we are and why we need to start making better decisions yesterday. So, that's, that's, that's what I got. <laughs> that's what I got, man. <laughs> that's what I can say. So, let's get into uh, this segment, talking about medical martial law. Everything that we had talked about with you guys in the previous segment with, the, uh, uh, with uh, medical martial law, the global health security agenda, the vaccination agenda, uh, compulsory immunizations, mandatory vaccinations, all this crazy stuff, that's what I mean by medical martial law. Uh, throughout 2019, we had a discussion you know, about uh, medical freedom, medical tyranny, uh, vaccine mandates, things like this. Uh, I'm wondering whenever it's going to get to the point where you have to take your pharmaceutical mandates. You're mandated to take these drugs. You better, you, you better take these drugs from AstraZeneca. You better take these drugs from, from, from Bayer Pharmaceutical. How far off are we from that? But in this segment, we're, we're, we're going to be playing a whole lot of clips for you guys because the footage that's coming out from China is so explosive that it really does just tell you the story that you need to hear. All I'm really here to do is set it up so we, so we understand it in the appropriate light. Uh, but before I play for you guys the video clip of the World Health Organization declaring an international health emergency over the coronavirus outbreak, I want to get into this article real quick to point out what's going on here in America. Um, right here, this is from Activist Post it's by Sean Walton. They put this up February 3rd. It says the Pentagon is preparing to quarantine up to 1,000 people with the coronavirus if necessary. And the reason I'm putting this segment off is because they told you the coronavirus wasn't here in America. Liars. They told you it wasn't happening. We have now, I think, 12 cases confirmed here in America. Towards the end of uh, t just last week, I played for you guys a video clip of over, I think, 200 to 400 people that were on a plane that got stopped and then taken to, like, a military base. It's crazy. So, yes, the Pentagon is preparing to quarantine people, and that's going to begin to happen. And people are wondering where these things are popping up. How does this happen? How did we get to this point? To the Global Health Security Agenda Act that Obama signed in November of 2019 or 2016. This is why I freak out about these FEMA camps, man, these fusion centers, these internment camps, and how they can just disappear people because this is quietly what we're talking about. Uh, I've been mentioning to you guys that I have a friend that, that was in Shanghai uh, and is now on her way here. What I'm, what I'm going to try and do is see if I can get some of her firsthand testimony, see if I can get her to give me some, some kind of information you know, about you know, what, it's like in, what it was like in Shanghai, 
or Shanghai, what it was like uh, in, during quarantine, what it was like flying, being on an airplane, how tense it would be, how 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 quarantine is here in America compared to uh, Shanghai. Like I I, I want to know this because you guys have to know these things. Um, but here I digress. Let me get into this article. It says the Pentagon is preparing military installations to, if necessary, quarantine up to 1,000 people returning to the U.S. from overseas to prevent the spread of the novel coronavirus that originated in Wuhan, China, the Department of Defense announced Saturday. On February 1st, Secretary of Defense Dr. Mark T. Esper approved a request for assistance from the Department of Health and Human Services for housing support for 1,000 people who may need to be quarantined upon arrival from overseas travel due to the novel coronavirus, a Pentagon statement explained. The facilities, which each contains up to 250 individual rooms, will be made available through February 29th through the housing request, uh, officials said. They are located at the 168th Regiment's Regional Training Institute in Fort Carson, Colorado, Travel Air Force Base or Travis Air Force Base, and Marine Corps Air Station Miramar, Miramar in California, and Lackland Air Force Base in Texas. The Department of Defense is only providing housing support, and the U.S. military personnel will not come in direct contact with any quarantined individuals who will not have access to any areas on base other than the quarantine facilities. The Department of Health and Human Services will handle cases, transportation, or handle care, transportation, and security issues. On Friday, January 31st, the U.S. government declared the novel coronavirus a public health emergency. U.S. citizens who were in Hubei province, of which Wuhan is the capital city, within two weeks of their return to the U.S. will be quarantined for 14 days. That's what I was telling you. My friend that's coming over from Shanghai, she's got to be in quarantine for two weeks over there. I think it takes like 36 hours of travel airtime for for Shanghai to Texas, and then she's got to be in two in, in, in uh, yeah at Lackland for two weeks before she gets let through. And so I'm saying, hey, you know, pray to God you didn't come, you didn't bring something back with you. But continuing on, it says travelers returning from other locations in China will be screened at ports of entry. Around 200 people who were evacuated out of Wuhan arrived in U.S. Wednesday and have been in quarantine at March Air Reserve Base in California. As of February 2nd, the coronavirus had killed four, nearly 400 people and infected more than 12,000 people in China and in around two dozen other countries. It's an epidemic. It's spreading. It is just gradually spreading. And like I said before, uh, as, we, as, as, as we were finishing out last week, uh, the World Health Organization declared declared this an outbreak. They said, "Hey, this is this is we can't control this. Like, we need to start figuring out what we're going to do about this." And before I play for you guys that clip, again, just keep this in mind: what we're seeing right now with Event Two Hundred One, the coronavirus, this global pandemic, and so much more, is the gradual creation of global governance. We're seeing nations around the world react and come together what's more deadly than a bullet is a disease something you can't see so what's going to happen is we're going to have to start pulling our resources together our time and, and our wherewithal to figure this out it's it's getting kind of crazy uh, but here let me play for you guys this clip and then i'll read this article it says the world health organization declares an international health emergency over the coronavirus outbreak we put this up January 30th. It's from End Times Headlines, and this next clip comes from CNBC. Let's take a listen. 
well and trade. What this declaration allows the WHO to do is gives it uh, further purview uh, to make those kinds of recommendations internationally. So we will wait to hear those. Uh, and I'm hearing we do have the sound of uh, them making the declaration. Listen to what the WHO Director General said. Of international concern over the global outbreak of novel coronavirus. The main reason for this declaration is not because of what is happening in China, but because of what is happening in other countries. Our greatest concern is the potential for the virus to spread to countries with weaker health systems and which are ill-prepared to deal with it. Let me be... So that's the Director General, Dr. Tedros Ghebreyesus, there saying again, this is not because of China's responsible in trade, but this declaration... Tedros Ghebreyesus. You heard it from the man himself, Director General Tedros Ghebreyesus, saying that, look, this is an emergency. This virus is going to come after people that have weaker immune systems. Weaker health systems, I think is what they said. I interpreted it as weaker immune systems because that's exactly what would happen. A virus would go after a parasite, a virus, an outbreak, something like this, a disease. It's going to attack people that have weaker immune systems, which is all I can do is recommend uh, vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin D3, zinc, magnesium, selenium, and so many different things. Good Lord, uh, get you some iodine. Get you so many. There's so many different ways to fight this uh, personally that... I don't think that we should worry, but at the same time, we, we, we need to be aware. If it's an engineered virus, it has gain, uh, function-gaining properties, you know, to where it, it steamrolls, steam it mutates, it evolves, uh, it has cross-species cross cross communicability. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy, but here, let me get back into this article. It says the World Health Organization has declared a, quote, public health emergency of international concern over the outbreak of the 2019 novel coronavirus or the Wuhan coronavirus. The international body didn't recommend travel and trade restrictions. WHO Director General Tedros Ghebreyesus called the coronavirus a, quote, previously unknown pathogen which has escalated into an unprecedented outbreak at a press conference on Thursday, but said that, said uh, the World Health Organization was not recommending restrictions of trade or travel with China where the virus originated. Tedros pointed out that the declaration was, quote, not a vote of no confidence in China, but made out of concern for other countries with, quote, weaker healthcare systems. Uh, so where would those be? And like I said, it's going everywhere. Because today, continuing on, it says China's response to the outbreak has been, quote, very impressive, the World Health Organization chief added. Quote, so is China's commitment to transparency and to supporting other countries. China is actually setting a new standard for outbreak responses. <laughs> Keep that in mind, okay? Because Tedros Ghebreyesus, he actually, he, 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 later on, this week actually, he praised China for being able, he, he praised China for the draconian measures saying, hey, like you guys are doing a good job keeping your hands on this. Getting, getting, being on top of this. You guys are doing a great job snatching people up, up off the middle of the streets, kidnapping people at airports. You're doing a great job burning incinerators 24 hours a day, crematoriums. People are overworked. You guys are doing a great job over there, China. Great, great job. Continuing on, while the majority of coronavirus carries cases uh, have been registered in China, the 
The WHO confirmed there were 98 confirmed cases elsewhere in the world, including eight cases of direct transmission in Germany, Japan, Vietnam, and the U.S. The, quote, vast majority of cases outside of China have either traveled to Wuhan or been in contact with someone who has, uh, who, who has the World Health Organization officials noted, quote, the only way we will defeat this outbreak is for all countries to work together in a spirit of solidarity, solidarity and co- cooperation, Tedros said. Quote, we're all in this together, and we can only stop it together. Coronavirus is the unofficial name of the pathogen, which the WHO is referring to by its uh, interim name, the 2019 NCOV. The condition caused by it is being called the 2000 NCOV acute respiratory disease. Yeah, people that contracted are basically saying that they come down with uh, severe cases of pneumonia. So while we're hearing that it is a uh, that it actually is a global health threat, that this is literally a epidemic, that it is spreading, that people are dying, um, that is freaking out. While we're hearing all this, more even more information is coming up confirming what we've been talking about since this whole thing started. And we put this up just the other day. This is from Drudge Report Feed. It says that the real data on the Wuhan virus, that their deaths may have actually been leaked. Yeah, that's right. Uh, What you're seeing right here is they're saying that the official numbers on the right say that there's only been 300, uh, you know, maybe 304 deaths, right? Only 304 deaths. But on the left-hand side are the real numbers, (laughs) <laughs> and the real numbers are 24,589 deaths. That's right. <laughs> it's, they're lying to you. It is an epidemic out there in China. What's crazy is they were, they were using the number of deaths, or the, the numbers of infected, to say that that was the number of deaths, instead of vice versa. So really you have like 2,459 people that are like dead from this. And we don't know how many are infected. Let me get into this article. It says, as many experts question the veracity of China's statistics for the Wuhan coronavirus outbreak, Tencent over the weekend seems to have inadvertently released what is potentially the actual number of infections and deaths, which were astronomically higher than the official figures. On late Saturday evening, February 1st, Tencent, on its webpage titled Epidemic Situation Tracker, showed confirmed cases of novel coronavirus in China as standing at 154,000, 10 times the official figure at the time. It listed the number of, of suspected cases at, 70, at 79,000, four times the official figure. The number of cured cases was only 269, well below the official number of that day, which was 300. Most ominously, the death toll listed was 24,589, vastly higher than the 304 that they officially listed. So they told us that, oh, no, only 304 people, only 300 people died. (laughs) Don't worry. We have it under control. It's fine. Uh, When really it's like 24,000 people have been dead. We don't know how many people have actually contracted this. (laughs) Good Lord. Continuing on, it says moments later, Tencent updated the numbers to reflect the government's, quote, official numbers that day. Nietzsche noticed that Tencent has, on at least three occasions, posted extremely high numbers, only to quickly lower them to government-approved statistics. (laughs) 
Wow. Uh, Neeson's also noticed that each time that the screen with the larger numbers appears, it shows a comparison with the previous days, which demonstrates a, quote, reasonable incremental increase, much like the comparisons of official numbers. This has led some Neeson's to speculate that Tencent has two sets of data, the real data and process data. Some are speculating that a coding problem could be causing the real internal data to accidentally appear. Others believe that someone behind the screens is trying to leak the real numbers. I think that's probably true. However, the internal data held by Beijing may not reflect the true extent of the epidemic, according to the multiple sources in Wuhan. Many coronavirus patients are unable to receive treatment and die outside of hospitals. A severe shortage of test kits also lead to a lower number of diagnosed cases of infection and death. In addition, there, are, there have been many reports of doctors being ordered to list other forms of death instead of coronavirus to keep the death toll officially low. Yeah, because if you do anything, you had better not upset the Communist Party. You had better not upset the Communist Party and make us look bad. You better report that as something else. You better say that's the flu. You better say that's pneumonia. You better say that's, you know, uh, cancer. You better say it's all these things. Because they realize that what they have done, the conditions that this is, it is, it, it's, it, it is astronomical. They screwed the pooch major. And like I said last week, we've been having to trust China to keep their hands on this. And what have they been doing? Kidnapping people, boarding up buildings, knocking in, like uh, uh, literally locking people in, quarantining them. I'll play for you guys the clips, the clips here shortly. Uh, but this is the insanity that's going on. This is the insanity. And so, you know, last week I talked to you guys about how, what was it? Jeez, uh, how Novartis, a pharmaceutical company, was already coming up with like a vaccine for it. Uh, Johnson & Johnson were sitting at the table with Bill and Melinda Gates advising on coming up with the vaccine, saying, yeah, we can do it. Now, you have a whole nother player stepping into the mix. Now... You have another company saying that they are going to create their own coronavirus. This article comes from Zero Hedge. They put this up February 3rd. It says, Wuhan begins human trials of new Gilead coronavirus vaccine. Last week, scientists in Hong Kong warned that it might take up to a year for them to produce, a, a, produce and test a vaccine to fight the deadly coronavirus that has now killed more people than SARS in mainland China. But on Monday, shares of drug company Gilead climbed following reports that it was conducting a human trial for a drug to fight the outbreak, according to Bloomberg. Gilead shares have already faded their gains, but we suspect the news about the trials is contributing to the forgiving uh, market sentiment in the U.S. where shares look to set open high following the bloodbath overnight in Chinese markets. Here's more from the Bloomberg, research, here's more from the Bloomberg report about the clinical trials. Uh, which will reportedly be carried out in Wuhan at the epicenter of the viral outbreak. As many as 270 infected patients will be recruited for the study. Remdesivir, a antiviral drug by Gilead Sciences Inc., aimed at infectious diseases such as Ebola and SARS, will be tested by a medical team from Beijing-based China, from Beijing-based China-Japan Friendship Hospital uh, for efficacy in treating the deadly strain of coronavirus, a hospital spokeswoman told the Bloomberg News on Monday. Trial for the drug will be conducted in the central Chinese city of Wuhan, ground zero of the viral outbreak that has so far killed more than 360 people. Don't worry, we figured out it's more than that. They lied to us. It's sickened over 17,000 in China and spread to more than a dozen nations. 
Uh, as many as 270 patients with mild and moderate pneumonia caused by the virus will be recruited in randomized, double-blinded, and placebo-controlled studies, Chinese, Chinese news outlets, uh, the paper reported on Sunday. China has kick-started a clinical trial to speedily test a drug for the novel coronavirus infection as the nation rushes therapies for those afflicted and, scour- and scours for vaccines to protect the rest. The task of finding a workable vaccine has taken on added urgency now that the outbreak is set to cost the global economy up to four times what SARS did during 2003 and 2000, 2002 and 2003 outbreak, which is why so many companies are racing to develop vaccines. Johnson Johnson is also working on a coronavirus vaccine, as I said before. So this is a huge thing. This is a huge thing. It's going to mess up the markets. People aren't going to be able to get their food, their water. I mean, you have them literally quarantining like entire cities. Just this week, we're hearing about how a boat that has like 2,000 people on it is quarantined. And I couldn't help but think of something like 28 days later or 28 weeks later to where it's like, oh, my God. Can you imagine the literal cabin fever that these people are going through and like the, 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 the creeping paranoia and psychosis? Good Lord. It's 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 becoming crazy. It truly is becoming crazy, and this has far-reaching applications, uh, and it needs to be dealt with. So yeah, a lot of people are getting getting their hands uh, around this. It's crazy. So yes, as we as I already told you guys, we found out that the numbers are drastically higher than what's being reported. Around anywhere around like twenty-four thousand, twenty-five thousand deaths, and they're telling us it's three hundred craziness i'm going to play for you guys real quick another video that comes right out of china it's of a doctor who's literally saying that this, this man's dying on the operating table he's like oh he's dead another one gosh another one yeah, it, it, it's crazy uh but this comes from sons of liberty media it's by tim brown they put this up february 3rd it says cover up china arrested doctors who warned about the coronavirus as the death toll rises let's take a listen His son is out of breath. Another one died. His son is out of breath. One more, two more. They said eight in five minutes. Eight people have died in five minutes. There are more bodies inside. There's a... Wow, that's a lot. You you have doctors literally, I'll, I'll just narrate this for you guys. You have doctors literally leaving the operating table saying there are no signs of life. You, uh, we can't help this guy. That's it. That's it. So the doctor gets up. He, he walks off. And he says, oh, okay, there's one more died here. One more died here. He's basically just describing this, this, this slaughterhouse man this thing is devastating people it is nuts eight people in five minutes 
Think about that. And they're telling us that only 300 died within this past two weeks. That's crazy. That truly is crazy to me. Let me let me get into this article and I'll play another clip for you guys. It says that social media is threatening to continue its tyrannical march against those it disagrees with concerning what it will self-define as misinformation regarding the coronavirus that is spreading across China and has even made its way into the U.S. The doctors that have warned about the coronavirus coronavirus outbreak have now been arrested. The Chinese government has also been accused of burning bodies to cover up the death toll for the virus. It's very true. I didn't even get around to posting the video this this week because the guy in the video was singing the song like a crazy person and I didn't want to put that up there. Continuing on, this is the Daily Beast reports, yet last December before people all over China were falling sick with pneumonia-like symptoms, before people around the world grew alarmed about a disease leaping from captured wild animals to human shoppers in dense Chinese food markets, and before coronavirus reached new shores after being carried on the plains by human hosts, forcing the World Health Organization to declare a global health emergency, eight people discussed how several patients in Wuhan were experiencing severe rapid breakdowns in their respiratory systems. They were part of the medical school's alumni group on WeChat, a popular social network in China, and they were concerned that SARS, severe acute respiratory syndrome, was back. It wasn't long before police detained them. The local authorities, or the, the authorities said, uh, these eight doctors and medical technicians were, quote, misinforming the public that there was no SARS, that the information was obviously wrong, and that everyone in the city, in the city must remain calm. On the first day of 2020, Wuhan police said they had taken, quote, legal measures against these eight individuals who had spread rumors since, who had spread rumors. Since then, the phenomenal spread of the coronavirus has created cracks even within the normally uniform United Front of the Chinese Communist Party. Quote, it might have been a fortunate, it might have been fortunate if the public had believed the quote rumor and started to wear masks, carrying out sanitation measures and avoiding the wild animal market, a judge of China's Supreme People's Court wrote online last Tuesday. Yeah, because they knew. So you have, you have doctors warning about it, saying, hey, we should watch out. You know, something's going on here. We should we should be careful. They're like, oh, don't worry about it. You crazy conspiracy theorists. Don't. What? Shut up. Stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. And now we're at a pace to where it's become such an epidemic that people are freaking out. But you see, I forget who said it, but like they always tell you, and like, like we always hear, never let a good crisis go to waste. Hegelian dialectic, problem, reaction, solution. Order ab chaos. Order out of chaos. Let this thing freak out. Let all let this outbreak take place. Let all these things happen. Yes, people are getting sick at a phenomenal rate. Yes, they need to hurry up and rush to a cure. Who can do it? Government. You see how they pose themselves as the saviors, while at the same time being the people that created the problem. And what I mean by that is now, because there's so many potential outbreaks and things happening, People don't know what's if they're showing symptoms, what's going on, because there's so much confusion surrounding this. Now, you have China unveiling electronic trackers for their suspected virus carriers. And so this video is actually in uh, Chinese, but I'll just play it for you guys, and then I'll get into this article. And it basically just talks about essentially that Mark of the Beast style technology and iWatch, you know, an Apple Watch or whatever, where you're basically just being tracked. It's crazy. 
收集过嚟嘅资料嘅，我哋都已经征收咗个人私隐专员嘅意见，确保手环系符合有关嘅法规，亦都一定唔会侵犯到个人私隐。喺操作操作方面咧，就系、是、呢个手环系唔能。We put this up February 4th. It's from Drudge Report feed. This is the government's chief information officer, Victor Lam, shows off a new electronic tag that will be given to people under home quarantine as the as the Wuhan coronavirus fears continue to grip the city. The Hong Kong government has announced it has 500 electronic monitoring tags ready to distribute to Hong Kong people placed under home quarantine upon returning to the SAR. Uh, after having spent time in Hubei Province, the epicenter of the ongoing coronavirus outbreak, the government's、uh, the government's chief of information officer Victor Lam unveiled the e-tag at a press briefing this afternoon, saying that any Hong Kong residents who have been to Hubei in the past 14 days must undergo home quarantine of 14 days. A measure, a measure the new electronic bracelets are meant to ensure. The tag is paired to a person's smartphone using Bluetooth Low Energy or BLE technology, and is plugged into the mains into the mains at the wearer's home.、Uh, if the person wearing the tag unplugs the phone and leaves the quarantine zone with it, or if the distance between the tag and the phone exceeds 20 meters, an alert will be sent to the Department of Health and the police. The authorities will also get an alert if the tag is broken or removed. Anyone who violates the home quarantine order faces up to six months in jail and a fine of, in Hong Kong, it's five thousand dollars, but in America, it, it's the equivalent of six hundred sixty or six hundred forty-four dollars.、Um, Lamb added that because of concerns about personal privacy, the e-tag will not collect any personal data, and the tags aren't equipped with GPS. When asked by reporters how they will be able to find anyone who absconds, Lamb said they will first try calling the person on their phone. At the moment, 500 tags are ready to be handed out. An additional 1,000 can be made available within two weeks if necessary. The additional quarantine measures come after the authorities disclose the city now has 15 confirmed cases. Of the little understood and potentially fatal Wuhan coronavirus, and this is what we covered last week with you guys: how they are actually setting up entire blocks in China or in Hong Kong、uh, to handle some of the quarantine people there. It's crazy what's going on over there.、Um, they're just giving people beds, fans, basic necessities, and I said it's a great place to die. Hopefully, you know, quarantine doesn't extend past two weeks. You see. Uh, but uh, while we're staying on the tip of what's going on with this virus, the insanity behind it, and what I would consider draconian, authoritarian, or technocratic measures、uh, to monitor the spread of it, we just talked to you guys casually about them putting on trackers on people, saying that it won't collect personal data; it's just going to, you know, watch where you are and monitor everything else you're doing. We're talking about the social credit score system. We're talking about the mark of the beast. We're talking about the technocracy. We're talking about the surveillance state. We're talking about the police state. We're talking about the new world order. We're talking about medical martial law. You see how that happened? You see how you got drip fed into a situation where if you don't obey the rules, you will be considered a bad person. You're 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 endangering the group. You see how we've just entered. Into the Machiavellian time period, and I get it. You know, this is a this is an outbreak. You know, some of that stuff goes out the window. We're talking about people's health, you know, the security of the future, this, that, and the third. But that's why we're seeing all these things take place in China, 
first using 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 their authoritarian nature using technology we're seeing it all happen there so it could be so it can begin to replicate itself around the rest of the world and i think one of the main posts that that, that, that raised awareness for me on this is what i'm going to play for you guys here shortly and i know this is a good thing but i can't help but feel like this is a a double-edged sword like this is some kind of trojan horse right here uh, China's drone army fighting the coronavirus. It says farm police and personal drones are being repurposed to spray disinfectant over villages and cities hit by the coronavirus. Uh, this, uh, this, this actually comes from Time of the Times. We put this up February 3rd. Uh, before I play for you guys this quick video that comes from TRT World, I'll just describe it to you. It just reminded me, I'm not, I, I just have to say it, it reminded me of Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030, to where you're wanting to go explore the world, you're, you're wanting to go explore nature, the mountains, uh, wildlife. But what happens whenever these drones spot you and come down on you, equipped with speakers, a machine gun, uh, and other things, cameras and all this other stuff, to stop you? This is the plan. This is the plan for Agenda 21 and 2030. It's already happening, but we're seeing it take effect in China in different ways. What's crazy is Henry Kissinger said this in relation to the New World Order, that it has different faces in different parts of the world, but I digress. Let me play for you this clip. It's of this drone essentially uh, telling this old lady, why are you walking, or asking this old lady, why are you walking around without a mask? These are scary times. Go home, wash your hands, take care of yourself. This is the nanny state. This is the technocracy. I'll try to narrate the other parts of it for you guys, uh, but let's take a listen. Chinese officials have started using drones equipped with speakers to warn citizens. Crazy. Crazy. So, uh, stuff's going on over here. Don't know why, but um, I'm trying to get up for you guys the rest of that slide so I can get in this article. But basically, what we're what we're talking about is just the introduction of the technocracy, um, using things like the coronavirus, like like drones and all this other stuff. Um, this is this is nuts. It's truly is crazy right here. First patient arrives at the Chinese hospital that was built in eight days as the coronavirus deaths reach 362. So why would they need to build a whole new hospital if they only had 362 deaths? That's right, because they didn't have 362 deaths. They had closer to 24,000 deaths, you see. This next clip uh, that I'm just going to play for you guys in the background is of them building this 
Hospital in Wuhan, China, in eight days. It says individual drones can be used to disinfect areas of 16,000 square meters in a single morning, which make it even which make it a much faster method of delivering public hygiene than traditional means, either on foot or by lorry. An army of drones has been deployed in China to spray disinfectant over villages and cities that have been hit by the coronavirus. It is thought that the airborne devices are currently being used in the coastal provinces of Jilin, Shandong, and Xinjiang. Footage has captured the drones hovering several meters above the ground as disinfectant liquid is sprayed from the underside of each machine. It is thought that the disinfectant will prevent killer virus from spreading further, although it is not yet to know how effective this will be. One villager in the, free, in the city of Heze, Shandong, offered his personal drone, which was used to disinfect an area of uh, 16,000 square meters in a single morning. The unmanned aerial, ve- aerial vehicles are proving to be much faster way of delivering the method. Yes, precisely. That's exactly what I just said. But what we're seeing is just that the automation, so to speak, of fighting disease. And so I'm 50-50 on it. Yes, I like that people are being aware of this. I think I just kind of worry about where this goes in the future. So, uh, so to play, just to begin wrapping up this segment for you guys, because I have two to three more videos for you. want to get it on the record so we can have all this stuff together. Uh, but again, draconian authoritarian measures in response to this, containing the outbreak. I'm going to play for you guys. Audio listeners, you can't, you won't see it, clearly. But I'm going to play for you guys this clip of these people being taken from their house. This comes from Zero Hedge. It says, meanwhile, in China, residents are forcibly taken away after refusing to be quarantined. And the video I'm playing is of a man being detained, taken from his house, thrown into one of these little white vans, and taken in one of these quarantine facilities. This is where we are. Let's take a listen. <laughs> They've taken the husband, they've taken the what I'm assuming is a wife. Now these men in white suits are combating with another gentleman to pick him up off the floor. They've grabbed him by all four limbs. And he is now being taken, hauled out of this apartment. Insanity. It says Radio Free Asia has tweeted a disturbing video on its Twitter account Tuesday morning detailing how some residents in Kushan, Jingzhou, a city in southern and southeastern Jingzhou province with Shanghai bordering its eastern border in Chuzhou on its west, are forcibly removing people from their homes who refuse to be quarantined. Radio Free Asia said in a translated tweet that residents of Kushan, Jingzhou refused to be quarantined, forcibly taken away by staff members. Online circulated clips, a group of personal uh, personnel wearing protective clothes of Kunshan city governance went to a household to persuade these residents to prepare for packing to be isolated, but the head of the household refused to cooperate. The staff then entered the house and took the residents one by one and sent them to the ambulance. The male head of the household questioned the staff members for breaking the law and fiercely resisted. During this period, the staff members' protective clothes were broken and they tried to hide under the car. 
Local media, QQ.com, reported that some residents in Jingzhou were being locked in their homes by authorities. Several videos document how authorities mounted metal tubing across people's front doors to prevent them from leaving. And one video it shows a person inside an apartment who can leave because who can't leave because authorities mounted metal piping across the door frame. As of Monday night, total confirmed cases of coronavirus in China exceed twenty thousand five hundred, and deaths hit the four hundred twenty-five. China has also shut down a, over a dozen of cities and made it mandatory that more than fifty million people stay home while the virus runs its course. This is what I mean by medical martial law. 50 million people. It's like the it's like the equivalent of four Los Angeleses. Four Los Angeleses being shut down, being told you are not going anywhere. 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 Now I'm going to play for you guys a little bit of this clip just to start wrapping stuff up for you. Uh, and it's just to again get all this stuff on record. Unfortunately, I, I wanted to play for you guys that clip of uh, of of that guy in China literally like knocking on <laughs> knocking doors in, you know, like, the, like what they were talking about, how they've literally have detained people. It is crazy what's going on over there. Uh, but just for the sake of time, I won't, I want to play for you guys this video clip of where they're saying the researchers think the coronavirus may be more contagious than we thought. Uh, and then I want to end this segment on this video clip that we just put up where they're saying that people unfortunately can connect can contract the coronavirus uh, sometimes twice but here let's get this first video up for you guys to start off with you here obviously these reports they're just reports are you finding some optimism though in them well i think that a vaccine strategy here could be helpful but probably for um, what we might refer to as a second wave i think if the virus itself does become um reduce the outbreak going into the spring and the summer Hopefully it won't become epidemic here in the United States and the spring and the summer will present a natural backstop towards the transmission of the coronavirus. Then coming back in the fall, you might see the virus resurface. And at that point, a vaccine could potentially be ready and would be very helpful. But I think for the, for the immediate future, we're very likely to see outbreaks of this virus here in the United States, hopefully small outbreaks. The vaccine isn't going to be ready in time. Yeah, and you wrote an op-ed in the Wall Street Journal, and, and basically the gist of the, and I urge people to go read it, but the, for those who haven't or haven't seen it yet, the gist is basically this. Anybody who has any kind of what looks to be pneumonia, even if they have not been to China or been around people who have just been in China, that you believe that we should start testing them for the coronavirus. But is there a risk that that could set off an unnecessary panic? Well, not anyone with pneumonia. So if you, if you present with atypical pneumonia, you're negative for flu, and you're negative for a bacterial infection, and you're negative on what we call this multiplex test that tests for a whole panel of viral causes of pneumonia, and you still have a suspicious pneumonia, I think those individuals should be tested. We now see multiple nodes of community transmission outside of China in other countries where the virus itself is propagating in the community without any connection to travel to China. And it's likely that there's cases here in the U.S. right now where people are spreading this at a low level. We haven't detected it yet. Um, who haven't traveled to China. Remember, we're just testing people from China who present with significant symptoms like a uh, high fever or pneumonia, but only probably about 20% of people actually develop pneumonia from this virus. It might be even less than that. So for every one person that we catch, we might be missing eight or nine who had mild symptoms um, but didn't present to a doctor with them. Jim, you're normally in Shanghai. Oh, man. 
Good Lord. So I, for the sake of time, like I said, I'm going to cut that short and put that in the description bar below so you guys can check it out, uh, as well as the, 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 the video for the nearly 2,000 people that are now quarantined on that Hong Kong ship. God, you know, I, I want to talk about this, but at the same time, I have to wrap this segment up. Um, but I do want to close it out playing this video for you guys. We put this up February 6th. It's by Max Lavo of SDHF Plan. It says, scientists are warning that you can contract the coronavirus more than once. So again, health is important. So you can get, you can, you can get it, get clear of it, but at the same time, contract it again. Very, very strange. Let's take a listen. Chinese government says it's confident that it will win the fight after the World Health Organization declared a global emergency. The government says it has adopted the toughest prevention and control measures. The city of Huanggang, Wuhan's neighbor to the east, has registered more than 570 cases. It has become the second hardest hit place outside the epicenter of this outbreak. Tang Zhihong, director of Huanggang's health committee, has been, left, has been let go. A video surfaced Thursday showing her unable to answer basic questions about the city's hospital system from a central inspection team. And we are finding more about the deadly virus. China's National Health Commission says it's possible for recovered patients to contract the virus again. The antibody will be generated. However, in certain individuals, Chinese government says it's confident that it will win the fight after. Crazy. L literally crazy. And so, what we're basically talking about is a disease that mutates, transforms, and it, 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 it's, it's crazy. I don't know. I'm not a virologist, I'm not a biologist, you know not a biomedical researcher. I'm just a layman trying to figure this out with you guys. And what I'm seeing, to be honest, it kind of scares me. It shocks me because we're seeing something, uh, we're, we're seeing something elude our grasp that we can't control. We talk about drug resistant, uh, super bugs and things like this. What would you, what would you call this? And so because of all this craziness that you see taking place right now, because people are trying to wrap their heads around this, governments are trying to, you know, clamp down on it. They have no idea what's going on. We're seeing medical martial law be installed over there in China to combat it. And it's insane. And it's only a matter of time until we begin to see some of these very same things show up here. You're already having flights being diverted, people being taken to quarantine base to, 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 to bases. Uh, you have different military installations being set up to take all these people. This is what I'm saying by medical martial law. This is why I pointed out, again, the, the, the global health security agenda. I'll flash that one more time for you guys. Like I said, if you guys want to read more and get more information about all this, make sure you go to our website, factionsoffreedom.gender.com. Once you're there, go to the website. I'll put all these links and more in the description bar because this stuff is nuts. But at the same time, people need to be aware of what's going on. Uh, but here's what's going to happen, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking about, again, another form of silent killers. Like I said before, we talk about silent weapons for quiet wars. We're going to be talking about 5G, uh, mental health, again, things that are interacting with us on a, on, 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 a, on a scale that we can't see. Silent killers and more is going to be on on the other side. Ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere. This is Freedom Faction on Factions of Freedom, and we'll be right back right after this.
it is getting crazy out there. You know, if it's not unnatural and deadly viruses, you know, if it's it's always something, isn't it? It's always something that is going on trying to get us. And you know, one of the revelations I had this plays a, this this will play a huge part in what we're talking about in this segment. One of the revelations I had doing this type of work is, good Lord, why are they trying to kill us so much? If there was nothing special to us, why would we have to deal with chemtrails? Why would we have to deal with vaccines? Why would we have to deal with diseases? Why would we have to deal with, 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 with corruption, with satanic pedophilia, why would, with, with, with all this nonsense? If there was really nothing to all these things, why are we experiencing them and being exposed to them? What I'm trying to say is if we weren't as amazing as, as people inherently know, why are we being subjected to such destructive things? Could you imagine what humanity would be like if we were unobstructed by all these destructive factors? But see, that's how these, see, these, these Satanists work. That's, that's how these globalists work. That's how these left-hand path practitioners work. They believe that they have to be our adversaries. They have to be that adversarial force because without them, without that force and that adversary, that adversity, well, we would not be able to dig deep. But see, you know, that's, that, to me, that's just that Luciferian logic, man. And I understand it, but I just don't want to. Because I thoroughly believe that there is even greater things for us, for humanity, to go through and to become. But we're just experiencing so much nonsense that it's designed to kill us, that it's designed to hurt us, that it's designed to separate the wheat from the chaff. Earlier in the show, we read to you guys briefly about the Georgia Guidestones and how their very first tenet is maintaining humanity under 500 million. One of the things I find myself talking about with people behind closed doors is even though we have this kind of optimistic and uh, seemingly productive mindset, like we want to be productive, we want to be happy, the pro-human renaissance-based future, that's not going to be for everybody. 500 million, that's their target number. They even tell you that the gates of heaven, the pathway there, it's very narrow. The gates of hell, they're super open, but the gates of heaven, you know, not so much. It's a very small and narrow path. Do we know how to navigate it? Do we have the senses or the sense to to, to be aware of it? Not many. But see, that's the point. And and that ties into what I was saying before at the start of all this. The whole point behind poisoning your body, setting up 5G, setting up technology, distracting you, having your life go into the, the, the black mirror, the black obsidian cube known as your phone, right? It's to rob you of your divinity, to rob you of your individuality, to rob you of who you are, so that you can be a useful idiot, so you can be another number. You see, this is why I say that we use their tools of enslavement as tools of enlightenment, because that's what we're supposed to be doing, using all these forms of technology, magic, mysticism, and more to understand God and his complexities in in an even deeper light. But you see, that doesn't happen here. Here, we want the scumbaggery. Here, we want the degeneracy. Here, we want the mindlessness, the the, the foolishness. We we, we want it, you see. But what is promoting that? That signal, why are people tuning into it? This is a very real question. You see, as, as, as times intensify, and I've said this throughout the entirety of 2019, as evil evolves, so must righteousness rise to quell it. And as we see these times intensifying, 
evil is evolving. You see people even becoming more radicalized. You see them disassociating even deeper. The delusions that they were under, they have to seek out lies to further their own enslavement, their own mental captivity. It's very sad. Their own spiritual servitude to the dark side. Because the wages of, the wages of, of sin are death. You see, I said this earlier this week. I had this revelation. You know, when you stare into the abyss, that the abyss stares back into you. That's what they say, right? Well, the same must be said for the light. That if you stare into the light, if you want to understand God and the divinity so much more, then it must shine through you. Is that not the case? But this ties into, again, what is promoting or propagating this signal of degeneracy, this adversarial force that's meant to keep us stuck. You'll have satanic technocrats say that it's God keeping us in that, 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 that God is this adversarial force keeping this dimension in play and that in order, in order for us to achieve uh, enlightenment, we have to destroy God, dethrone him, and break out of this dimension. That sounds like a lie straight from the pits of hell. But that's what happens if you're under a delusion. You see. And so what I'm really, in a weird way, trying to taunt you guys about is just that. More of these silent killers. More of these things that have come through and, uh, and, 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 and work some kind of dark magic on humanity. From delusions to, 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 to lies, to deceptions, to manipulation, to coercion. All of these things. And it's all, it all comes from frequencies and sounds, signals, things that people tune into. This is why even though we, we, we hang around, we reconnoiter the rim, we hang around the rim of a... Uh, of, of paranormal stuff and supernatural stuff, the magic and the occult, we have to be very, very cautious to not dip our feet fully in. There's a lot of stuff going on in this world these days, guys. And, I, and if, you, if you really want my truth, it's, it's, it's what I talked to you guys before at the start of the show about. Focus. And how that's what's going to pull you through things. Focus. I say this all the time. We're, 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 we're transitioning into a new period of time, a new age, from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius, the paradigm shift. I forget, uh, I think it's Baba Yaga, I'm not sure, but there's a, a, a world famous um, psychic or prophet, I forget what, it, what the appropriate term is, predictor, <laughs> predictioner, I'm not sure what it is, but the lady that predicted JFK getting killed said that by the end of this year, we're going to see war, and I'm in, more in alignment with that. You know, you look at the cantos of Nostradamus, you look at all the works, and so much more, man. It's, it's crazy. What's going on right now? But like I said, it's all designed to distract you, because we are entering into a new ecological epoch, a new age, a new era. We're transitioning, transforming. This is why we're having trans everything. But I, as, I, as I tried to describe throughout the entirety of 2019, and even before that, they gave us these phones and these devices, this technology to absorb that otherworldly energy that we're supposed to be integrating into the world today. I believe in the Stark Seeds. I believe in the Indigo Children. I believe in the agents of change that are being born yesterday and how we have to create the cushion for them. But see, that's why they have to distract us, knock us off our path, destroy what, what, what semblance of normal we, we thought we had distort these things. A lot of the revelations we had that towards, throughout the entirety of 2009 are very true. If anything, we're seeing these things play out today. 
and that's why we have to take it that much more that much more serious. I shouldn't casually be talking about population control methods, bio warfare, global government, you know, uh, prophetic stuff. I didn't talk about how there's like millions of locusts just destroying South Africa. We truly are living in prophetic days. But do people realize they're writing on the wall? Signs of the Times is not just a news outlet where we get our information. It truly is just that, a sign of the times. Earlier this week, I talked to you guys about how we are living in the days of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. War, famine, pestilence, and death. Truly, these things are crazy. So let me, let me get into what started this whole little tangent. Let me get into really, really why I wanted to kind of come at it from this angle. Where we're talking about frequencies, sound, and so much more. Uh, earlier this week, we had posted an article about, again, scientists trying to raise the alarm about 5G and how dangerous it is. Silent weapons for quiet wars right here. This is from Technocracy News. It's by Sophie Bateman via Daily Star. It says scientists are saying that the 5G network could lower sperm counts and sterilize young men. We put this up February 3rd. And before I get into this, not, this, is, this is a scientific understanding of what we're already inherently getting. The public health concerns regarding 5G are astronomical. People are freaking out. And some people are even saying that what we're seeing in Wuhan is, is just that, is that it is part of a 5G because people don't know that wireless uh, radiation sickness is a real thing. EMF sickness is a real thing. Uh, electro smog is a real thing. What's going on with 4G and soon to be 5G and then unfortunately 6G is a very real thing. It messes with the human biology on so many levels that it's crazy. So yes, sterilizing and lowering sperm crowns is very real. I'm trying to talk about it in a spiritual, multidimensional uh, aspect to where what we're seeing is the the uh, humanity being overwritten? You see, to where technology overcomes us. But here, let me let me let me get back into this article. It says five G wireless companies refuse to invest in scientific studies on the harmful effects of five G radiation on humans. They also berate legitimate scientists and physicians who are raising serious health warnings like this one. There are fears that. Increased levels of radiation in the UK as 5G coverage spreads across the country could seriously impact human fertility levels. And yes, humans aren't even having enough children to replace us. So yes, <laughs> yes, people are going to freak out about the ones that are here like, good Lord, no, let's take care of what we have. Don't turn this on and fry everybody's eggs. Oh my God. Uh, it says the rollout of the high-speed network, which was launched in Britain in, in May of last year, has sparked protests from those who believe higher levels of electromagnetic radiation, EMR, in the atmosphere are dangerous and 5G's potential health effects need to be tested. A letter presented to Downing Street last week urged Prime Minister Boris Johnson to open an inquiry to into, quote, establishing the true impact of wireless communication systems on the health of the UK population. Quote, we are extremely concerned that the vulnerability of our young and very young people to the harmful effects of post-RF radiation, read the letter, which was handed over along with two petitions, one of which was signed by 268 physicians and scientists. Quote, study upon study is showing that this non-ionizing radiation is causing oxidative DNA damage in cellular systems, and this may be particularly harmful to reproductive systems of young boys, adolescents, and young men. 
Sperm counts among British men have fallen by 29% in the last decade. Multiple international studies have found a link between increased mobile phone use and the drop in both the quantity and quality of sperm. A 2016 review by the Society for Reproduction and Fertility reported that of 27 studies investigating the effects of mobile phone EMR on the male reproductive system, 21 resulted in negative consequences of exposure. So only six of those actually said, no, that's not that bad. But 21 were like, no, it's pretty bad. Like, it's messing with people's, messing with their reproductive system. In 2018, article called Wi-Fi is an important threat to health, to human health, which was published in this journal, in the Journal of Environmental Research. Dr. Martin Paul from Washington State University cites a 1997 experiment with chilling results. Two pairs of young mice were placed into cages with different levels of exposure to a functioning antenna, although the exposure levels at both sites were well within safety guidelines. The pair in the cage with a higher exposure level produced one litter of smaller than normal babies, a second litter with fewer than normal babies, and demonstrated infertility or very low fertility from this point on. The pair exposed to a lower level of EMR produced four litters with fewer numbers of babies each time before they became completely infertile. As 5G coverage is rolled out across the world, there will be higher levels of electromagnetic radiation. Quote, in both groups, the mating and possible subsequent gestation for the fifth possible litter were performed under conditions of no EMF exposure, but the fertility effort effects were not reversed. Therefore, fertility effects may become irreversible, suggesting a similar pattern to the brain-related effects of EMR, Dr. Powell wrote. Quote, it should be noted that the Ozarak et al., uh, showed that Wi-Fi exposure impacted animal reproduction and that seven other studies suggested this as well from the impacts of Wi-Fi on the testes. And you get the point. Wi-Fi and EMF radiation is messing with the population. And people are so invested in their money, in their gains, faster internet, and so much more that they don't care about the human populace. They could care less. You care less. You know, silent killers. You got to think about it. You know, from the drugs, the phone usage, you know, porn, all this nonsense. The weaker immune systems are our muscles atrophying. You know, the, the, the degeneracy. Part of it is, um, this is why I talk so much about the degeneration and the regeneration of humanity and why it needs to happen. The regeneration, not the degeneration. Part of me talks about this because part of it is self-induced, our degeneration, and the other half of it is environmental. It's external. It is from these, ad- these aforementioned adversarial forces. But because we don't have an awareness, they kind of take 75% of the whole conversation over, and we are left with 25% of wondering what's going on. This is why we, get, why we again need to reclaim our identity, again reclaim our humanity, and figure out what's going on. Don't be afraid that you're called a conspiracy theorist because you look up information about 5G. Don't be considered. Don't be. Don't be. Don't don't listen to the social pressures because you're considered strange for looking up information, reading vaccine inserts, hearing testimonies from people who have been injured, injured, who have gone to these secret courts. Don't feel strange for this. If anything, I don't. I don't want to tell you feel bad for everybody else, but again, it's about perspective. Focus, understanding what's good for you sometimes may not be good for everybody else. And when it comes to stuff like 5G, climate change, and all these other things, it's got to get to a point where everybody's opinions, while they are a point, while they are important, aren't necessarily going to sway you. Here, let me let me 
let me let me get back into the 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 topics, so to speak, because we're switching stuff up, you know, with the third segment. One of the questions we got asked earlier this week uh, was 5G smart cities. What will the world look like with them? <laughs> well, aside from the social credit score system, all I can really recommend to you good people is our series, the Building the Matrix series. That's exactly why we created it, is to inform people about this time period we're in. And for new listeners, because we have new listeners and new viewers and new people every single week, the Building the Matrix series that we have uh, was coupled with our Autonomous Society series. But in it, uh, I tried to explain to you how using various methods, a population control, weather modification, and so much more, the, the, the goal was to destroy the, the exterior world so that we willingly go into this matrix that you see them trying to create before you today. Using things like uh, controlled pandemics, weather modification, now these extreme weather events as the United Nations calls them, uh, you know, ravaging where people live to where they are living in uninhabitable zones, uh, so much more. They're going to destroy the exterior world to such a degree to where we willingly step into the matrix that they create. They want to destroy this world so they can create their own. So in some weird Freemasonic Illuminati ritual, they feel like they have to destroy this world to birth a new one. And they have to use technology as the bootloader to do so. So what will 5G smart cities look like? Unfortunately, we're in the days of 5G where, where, and I remember talking about this like in 2018, because it's like February 20th or April 20th, 2018. 18, um, I think it was like Homeland Security came out with documents showing that they could actually remote control people's minds. It's like, no, we're talking, it's, it's like they admitted that, yes, they actually can engage in mind control, but they can actually engage in remote mind control. How does this have a correlation to 5G? Well, if they start setting up these towers all over the place, they're basically just upgrading the systems that they already have. What will the world look like with 5G smart cities here? Bill Gates is creating one. Elon Musk is creating one. Uh, uh, Saudi Arabian Prince Mohammed bin Salman is creating one. Various places are creating one, and the idea is to automate everything. Ah, oh, geez, how could I forget this? Google is creating one. In Toronto with uh, what, 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 what is it, Sidewalk Labs, right? Where they have their own, gosh, it's so crazy. They have their own, uh, what's, what's it called? Their own police force. They have their own education system. Like, it's, it's crazy. And so what will 5G smart cities look like other than a complete, cre- or not, not a complete, but an introduction into the breakaway civilization, into the technocracy, into a whole new world? You see, what happens when kids no longer have like a public school education? They have a Google-provided education. You see, what will the world look like? And these are, it sounds kind of fantastical. It sounds like it's out there, but it's really not. That's the sad part, is when you have corporations going out of their way to buy out different plots of land uh, to basically create their own, their own community like their own population like i don't really know (laughs) unfortunately i don't really know how else to explain it other than that because that's what i see what will the world look like 
Imagine this. Imagine people who were born normal, human, who have a mother and a father, versus children who were genetically modified uh, in the embryo and then outside of the embryo, using things like CRISPR-Cas9, uh, the genome editing tool, engaging in things like ectogenesis. And for people who are unfamiliar with that is, it's being able to grow a baby outside of the womb. It's a test tube baby, but they just gave it a more legitimate name. Imagine what the world will look like whenever you have children who willingly get uh, brain chips, who willingly get like augmented with technology. You see, right now where we're at, we have a kind of skewed approach towards the whole situation. We think, gosh, we don't want to change ourselves. Well, I just read to you how 5G, and back in 1997, they realized that EMF radiation destroys your fertility and has low-quality sperm. Imagine 10, 20 years from now. Heck, let's just go ahead and say 30 since it's 20. Let's just put it in agenda 2030. Imagine what the population is going to look like through a series of vaccines and diseases then you're only going to have people who work for Google and so much more that are going to have access to the higher quality things. This all sounds crazy, but I swear to God, this is, this is their plan. This is their plan. And it starts with the creation of things like smart cities. <laughs> like it, it, it's, it's crazy, but it's not. That's the sad part. What we think of as crazy will eventually become normal, you know, Kind of like letting drag queens have access to your kids. You know, that's that's totally normal until it's not, you know. So uh, here, I'm, I'm trying to find for you guys just real quick that uh, that article where we can go over the smart cities being created in Toronto. Again, just to give this like a, a proper bow as we discuss it, because it is very real. It is something that requires attention, uh, and it is right on our horizon. And we see them gradually working up the... Not, not working up the courage, but they're going to do it. I mean, you have to understand, just last year, they talked about how they were going to, how they, they called for population control. They called for a culling of the people. And then this year, we're literally dealing with, uh, with, with the coronavirus. So here, let me, let me pull up this little bit for you. And then I'll, I'll, I'll close out this segment. Boom, right here. We put this up back in November 25th of 2019. This piece comes from Activist Post. It says, hundreds protest decision allowing Google to turn a Toronto neighborhood into a smart city. It says that smart cities are great for those who collect, analyze, and sell residences and visitors' data. Everyone else seems to be getting like a bum into the deal. According to a 2018 Smart Cities Dive article, 66% of, Amer- 66% of Americans don't want to live in smart cities because of privacy and cybersecurity concerns. Well, of course, you know, who wants, who, who wants to live, <laughs> who wants to live in a microwave? It says at Waterfront Toronto's first meeting for the public after its board of directors voted October 31st to continue negotiating with Sidewalk Labs on the parameters of a 12-acre surveillance district, officials from the public agency made it clear that they are already wedded, that they're already wedded to the Google sister company. And that's where this video comes in, where you have Sidewalk Labs, <laughs> coming up with a for-profit social credit system that controls judges in schools. You have Google coming up with its own law enforcement system, its own judicial system, and its own academic system. So to answer your, your question simply, this is what it'll look like. Let's take a listen. 
protocol plan for a high-tech intranet-connected neighborhood in Toronto has hit a major snag. Anne Kavukian, a high-profile advisor and former Ontario Privacy Commissioner, is resigning because she says her concerns are not being addressed. Now, Sidewalk Labs, a Google sister company, and Waterfront Toronto have submitted a proposal for a 12-acre community on the city's waterfront. The plan calls for the installation of data-gathering sensors such as pedestrian counters. Kavukian fears residents' privacy might be compromised. Well, joining us now is Anne Kavukian herself, and thank you for joining us today to talk about resignation. Uh, you know, we touched upon it in the introduction, but in your own words, why did you decide to resign? I was hired by Sidewalk Labs to embed privacy by design into all of the smart city operations. This is I developed privacy by design years ago. It's a framework of proactively embedding much needed privacy protective measures. Well, plan for because what well, uh, <laughs> because smart cities definitely protect your your, your privacy. That's a tongue in cheek joke. Uh, they don't. They literally like rob you of your privacy. You know, I wanted to get into music therapy. I wanted to get into 432 hertz, how to live in the upcoming lockdown, energy vampirism, and so much more. But I, I want to end it off with that. Talking about silent killers, silent weapons for quiet wars, how there is literally a war on for your mind, how they're using things like frequency-based technology and sound and so much more. Uh, but because people are in this crazy, erratic, and fanatical state, they can't even get control of their own hearts, let alone their mind, Right. That's the real silent killer. So it comes full circle to me telling you that focus is the only thing that's going to get us through this. Not paying attention to all these distractions, but using a combination of awareness and preparedness so we don't fall prey to all these things that are going on. Yes, the days that we're living in are increasingly crazy, but we can get control of them and ourselves by not falling prey to them. And that's all I can really offer to you people is, 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 uh, is understanding and hopefully being able to work, work our way through this. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Engineered Bioweapons, Medical Martial Law, and Silent Killers. However, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. I know I went all over the place, but if you go to the website and download the show notes, it might make things a little bit easier to digest. Before I let you go, I want to point you guys in the direction of our exclusive members program. Like I told you, we're like 12 to 10 patrons away from unlocking uh, live shows for Friday. So if you want to take one for the team, you want to help everybody else out and help support this organization, think about becoming a Patreon exclusive member. You get access to a private feed, sweet music, uh, private shows, and a whole lot more. Check out more in the description bar below. But like I said, ladies and gentlemen, that's all I really have for you guys and gals. If you have any questions, feel free to email me. I'll have it in the description bar below. And as always, guys and gals, stay vigilant. Expose lies and share truth. This is Noise Era, Freedom Faction, out.